In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit? You need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is going to, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that carefully checks the top rope before doing any major moves because we don't want to get it. Yeah, I mean, Gene, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be the top rope that I'm going to mess with. Right? Oh, I think I missed my mark. Can we start over? You, you did. Uh, I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting. District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, what's going on, man? How are you? I, I just wanted to pop in like that and see if I could pull off a Sid Vicious type thing. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, buddy. We're live. Morning. Sorry, buddy. We're live. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> so we got there. I'm, I'm going to take a moment to tell you, Mountain Dew Thrashed Apple, pretty damn decent. I'm going to take, take a moment to tell you, Watermelon. Watermelon? Yeah. Watermelon. And I don't know which one's better. I I, I never really liked the artificial watermelon flavor. Really? Yep. Really? So, so no, those are all that. yours. I mean, even in <clears throat> Jolly Ranchers? The Jolly Ranchers are okay. They're maybe my fourth or third flavor of Jolly Rancher. What is ahead? Uh, grape cherry and depending on how i'm feeling green apple that day diamatap flavor is your favorite yep it's my it's my go-to it's my jam wow that's crazy we should get a third opinion about this because i think the best flavor water jolly rancher is is i don't i don't i don't think a canadian can answer on this i don't guys have have jolly ranchers in canadian we have jolly ranchers i don't think we have many flavors per se I, i don't think i've seen the watermelon kind I, I can't help but feel that that um, even if they it might not even be a Canada thing though it might be a Quebec thing. Well, it's even if they have it, I can't help but feel that in pretty much any other country's uh, standards for candy probably don't allow some of the flavorings that we use in America. Because um, it's effectively the Wild West here. It's America. We're we'll put candy on world. anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Whoa. Does it kill them immediately? How about less than a year? Yeah. If, We're if good. it doesn't it if it food. doesn't give you cancer, does it really belong in candy? It, what do you mean if it doesn't give you cancer? Eventually. If it gives you cancer, they still allow it. That's my point. Yeah. Is if it doesn't give you cancer, does it belong in candy? I don't think I mean, so. The candy rid stuff of menthol and cigarettes now, so you know. Mm. There's that. Well, that's because that's health food. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's vegetables and cigarettes. What do you yeah, do? Yeah, seriously, it's, it's vegetables. <laughs> it's wood. That's a bit mm-hmm. much. That's a bit much. Uh, somebody's Smoke. digging. Somebody's Every... got a message. It's exciting. Oh, my bad. No, it's okay. Read it out loud for us. Yes. 
Don't bring a message We're if you're waiting. not going to share it with the class. We're waiting. No passing notes in class. It was LOL. Because Dark Side of the Ring, ladies and gentlemen, has been canceled. If if you don't, if you don't, if you don't tell us everything, we're gonna hit you with the paper. Son of a bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it was just about my report of Dark Side of the Ring being canceled. So it was due to uh, basically a lot of it was from the plane ride from hell episode. A lot of wrestlers were depicted poorly. And well, so and the big on. thing well, they I, behaved I, poorly. That's on them. Yeah. Well, uh, what what they're kind of getting crap for on that is relying on twenty year old memories, and the fact that um, since that episode, there's at least reason to believe that some of the stories were about different flights that also had horrible stuff happen on it. Um, which you know, I'd point out that's not really a a, a flex to say, oh, yeah, this shit happened other times, too. Um, but, you know, I remember when we were talking about the plane ride from hell uh, one, that one of the things that was mentioned is is on the episode they talked about Vince McMahon being there. Um, right. Which and, and I was saying that what everything I've read, Lance Storm says, you know, came out and said, no, Vince McMahon left right afterwards on his private jet. He was not on this plane. Um, and other people backed him up on this, and that's one of the things. Um, I would like to point out one one thing that's um, been bugging me about this reporting on it, and that's the use of the word canceled. Um, because it wasn't for, renewed. It was not renewed, and there is a difference, no, right? That's true. Uh, <clears throat> canceled or not renewed. Not renewed just means, hey, we've decided not to go forward. Canceled means, hey, we had told you we're do- going to do another season, right. and now we're not. Right. Or usually typically canceled is you're midway through the season and fuck you no more. You know, here's looking at you, family guy. And yeah. And I would I would liken it to the difference between, hey, you've wrestled for us for three years and we're not renewing your contract. And hey, um, I know you've got two years left on your contract, but budget cuts mean uh, we're going to let you go. Yeah, right. one of those is being canceled, and one of those is not being renewed. Well, it's it's um, that's the difference between a layoff and getting fired. Yes, that's, it, that's exactly. the difference between mm-hmm. um, going out of business and getting fired. Yeah, exactly. Right, and so and, and effectively, anybody whose contract is not renewed, they're just going out of business because they're a ten ninety nine employee in every major wrestling company mm-hmm. yep. in the U.S. Um, and thus, they are. No longer, yeah, in business, and that's right. why. That's why I I suppose this is a good segue to our first topic of the night. And before we get into that, I'm going to mention, like I always do, that we're part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So after the episode, in the doobly doo, there's a link to tatnusco.com. Click on that and head on over there uh, and see the other shows on the network. Um, yeah. But the 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 segue is that on uh, Friday was it Friday or Thursday? I don't know Whatever what you're talking day about. The 29th so. was. Thursday. Whatever day the 29th. Thursday was the 29th. Anyways. 30th, 20th. No, Friday then. Friday. Friday the 29th. Yeah. On the 29th, uh, a total of nine <laughs> WWE we'll superstars. We'll wait 14 days before we fire them. Yeah. Instead of doing it on the two year anniversary, they waited 14 days. And on the 29th, nine people from WWE <clears throat> lost their jobs. Um, and. Uh, it, I want to take some time to at least celebrate the fact that it was only nine people, not 
31 like previous years or whatever. Um, that's a, a, a small a victory of head scratchers yeah. here, though. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, it's like there's like four of them that make you go, huh? And then the rest of them are like they were performance center people who. Yeah. Who the uh, fuck is this? Yeah. Who just yeah, weren't working out. I can't out tell you how and... many times I reported it. Who? Who? Yeah. Who? And so like... the, the list of names, we're going to start with the who's. Uh, Mila Milani, Raylan Ooh. Devine, Ooh. Draco Anthony, Blair Baldwin, Sanjana George, and Persia Parati, right? The hell was that? I don't, I don't know any of those people, okay. right? I don't know. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure they wrestled on the indies and they were, were good and they're probably going to be fine. But now, right. you know, the four that, that were kind of head scratchers, Dakota Kai, Although it's not it, kind of head scratcher, that's a real head scratcher. It's, it's well. Here's the deal: it's the only reason I put it in kind of head scratchers is uh, a month ago they they gave her the tag titles, and then the following week, took four days later, took them off her, and then that Friday took her partner up to the main roster and gave her a new name and left yeah. her back in NXT, which to me is a pretty big sign that we ain't got nothing for you. You know, we don't. You know, know the funny part about. though is she was in a she was in a world title hunt recently. Yeah, but but they did it with Bray Wyatt, who'd recently yeah. held. So or Bray, uh, who'd recently. The held. next one, Dexter Loomis, also kind of head scratcher, but at the same point, ever since the the, the age uh, the, Well, yeah, and and ever since Triple H was forced away with his heart condition, um, the Dexter Loomis storylines kind of were like non-existent. You know, right? Uh, Malcolm Bivens. That one's a little I, bit of a head scratcher and a little bit not for this reason. I get and, it, but I don't. That's where this one well, is. The reason I say I I don't call it too much of a head scratcher on this is reports have it he was offered renew. a new contract in yeah. February and he chose not to sign. And so at that point, WWE would be like, "Listen, this guy obviously doesn't want to be here. Um, he's not providing a value to us right now." Because the last thing he was involved in less than a year ago was the debut of Diamond Mind. And uh, all but one of the people in Diamond Mind are, are gone there. now. Okay. Yeah. The only one that's left is Roderick right. Strong. Everyone else is no longer with the company, hmm. um, including now Malcolm Biven. So this is the biggest head scratcher for me. Harlan or... Uh, as he was new, known in real life, Parker Boudreaux, right? Right. Uh, the next big thing, the new Brock Lesnar. A year ago, he was being touted as the the next Brock Lesnar. Um, and, and legitimately injured somebody on his first debut yeah. while injuring but, himself. So. But also had been very recently in a major program, right? right. He, yeah. he was the one working out there with... Um, Joe Gacy um, and being the enforcer for Joe Gacy. And so just, just like a week ago, two weeks ago, he was out there doing stuff and, and now he's cut, you know, and I that's mean, kind of, the they were starting right? his push with about against, was that, was it Finn Balor or Adam Cole that he was going up against when, during COVID? Um, I can't even remember. Let me see. Let me when he got injured and injured, I think he, I think it was Cole. It was Face Cole or Gargano. 
Let's see. I don't do, do, do. Harlan Cage. I can still see the power bomb on the on the apron though. <laughs> I can still see uh, that. I feel like it might have been Cole. I don't know. I almost am envisioning that power. I, I feel like it was Cole. Yeah. Well, um, it wasn't in a match. No, it was post match. Yeah, be- and so yeah, because like officially, accor- according to Cage Match, he only wrestled six times wow. for WWE. No, it was his debut, and it wasn't in a match. Yeah. So debut um, post match interference. But but his first match was in December, uh, and his last official match was in uh, March first, right? So, uh, just just so everyone knows, I have to do the stupid math because Cage Match does the date format the European style, mm-hmm. um, where it's day, month, year, and I'm an American where we put months first like it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like how we talk about miles still. Yeah. Yeah, you guys just lost on that one, though. That's all you. (laughs) So I look here, and it says 1-3-22, and I'm like, oh, January 3rd? Whoa, wait, no, that 3 is the one. 3-1-22. Anyways. Um, But yeah, so so very recently, he was in a very big, important program, and now he's jobless. And it, is he probably going to land on his feet? Probably. He's oh, six foot no. four, three hundred and ten pounds. Yeah, yeah, he'll be. Was, he'll be like on I was thinking of uh, uh, Ridge Holland's debut. Oh yeah, no Ridge Holland. Yeah, when he came out, he immediately injured someone. Yeah, and himself. <laughs> and then later himself. Yeah, and then and then uh, came back and then injured someone again. Yeah, faces, injured faces. That's what I do, Ridge Holland. I mean, they could make that a gimmick. I feel like WWE would pursue that. Well, I mean, they did it with Nia Jax. They did it with Nia Jax. Broke Becky Lynch's face. (laughs) That's true. That's very valid. I find Uh, it extremely funny that we both went for Nia Jax there. Well, I mean, she has the... They released the the face breaker shirt for her. She has a longer injury list than an emergency room has patients in one day. Like... You know well, that I mean? depends like, on the emergency room. Nope, nope, it doesn't. Nia, J- <laughs> Nia Jax, I think I, I was doing notes on that. I think she's injured above 60 people since she's been there. Like, where they were off for at least a month. But. So, um, granted. All right, it was a fucking good joke, guys. You guys want to play semantics. But she's injured <laughs> a lot of people. It is what it is. Um but that being said, crazy to hear, um, at least for the bigger names, Dexter Loomis, I get they weren't doing anything with him, but he had such a solid gold gimmick before, I guess, he married to um, What's-Her-Face. I wasn't all Indy, a fan of that. Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. That's it. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, I liked his style, and I thought his style would have even worked really well on the main roster. I, I um, think that... I think the Indy Hartwell storyline actually slowed his momentum. Yep. Yeah, it did. Um, it did. Although, although him opening it up was his a very fun storyline, and he was fun in it. Yeah, but... him opening up his tuxedo at the wedding and having a hatchet in his waistband under his tux was <laughs> was classic to me. But no, yeah, I I agree. Here's the thing: is I I think I even said this at one of the previous uh, releases. It is very plain to me to see 
that uh, the people making the decisions on cuts uh, don't consult with the WWE creative people at all, right? They didn't call up creative, uh, you know, in NXT and say, hey, we're thinking of cutting some of your your people. Um, what are you doing with, with Harland? What are you doing with Dexter Lumens or whatever? And then Dexter, they, you know, because here's the deal. Is if they'd called up the creative, I think Harland would have kept his job if only because they were doing something with him, right? I think right. Dakota Kai would have kept her job because we have a plan for her. We're doing something, right? right. Um, but in the end, they make the, these decisions without that input, and I think that's pretty obvious. So, um, But here's the deal. Dakota Kai will land on her feet, right? Um, no problem whatsoever. Dexter Loomis will probably land on his feet. He's been an impact before as Samuel Shaw. Um, oh, right. Okay, true. Uh, okay. He'll likely go back to Impact, if not to someplace like AEW um, or Ring of Honor. You know, she may he may get a boost out of it. I do want to point out, Indy Hartwell has yet to change her uh, Facebook or her Twitter. Her Twitter. Yep, it still says Mrs. Loomis. Indianapolis Loomis, with a picture of them at their wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Their wedding. So. But, but so the, you know, the, the ones that I, I'm, I'm not going to say worry on because, you know, it's, it's not really worth worrying about, but that six, that group of six that were, you know, performance and, center people who don't have, you know, a large background of matches to, to show off. They don't really have a resume in wrestling. They're right. effectively starting from scratch. And there was a story of someone who literally just had bought in a house or something. No? Yeah, like uh, that I think before? was Persia Parati. Persia I think Parati. that was her. Literally yeah, a week ago, she bought a house in Orlando. Um, Fortunately, Orlando's not terribly far from Tampa. Yeah. You know. Uh, right. Or Jacksonville. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she can drive for Jacksonville. I mean, yeah. You know, probably Tampa. ROH. Yeah. ROH. That's Tampa, isn't it? Uh, I don't. Why? Well, I, I would say it's probably Jacksonville now, since it's owned by. That's true. Um, That's true. But uh, but they a little do farther from Jacksonville. But they still do uh, the AEW dark tapings at Universal Studios Orlando, right. so you know, could be there. Um, she might be elevation bound for a bit. Yeah, uh, and of course they all have thirty day no competes. So for the right. next month, we're not going to see anything from any of them. They get some um, break. You know, but like Dakota Kai could could step into any women's division Dakota and Kai. and be be fine. Uh, Dexter Loomis could land pretty much any place. I'm kind of rooting for uh, Mrs. Gargano's release at the same time now with Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, those two put on a great show, and then already uh, Tegan Knox is gone. You could easily do uh, Kick Club. Yep. Again. Mm. Well, and and the thing and with, with boy Impact has got to be looking at a women's tag roster that that just hasn't looking their chops. Yeah, well, and in the end, uh, Impact is is going to be looking to replace a women's tag team with the Inspiration announcing they're taking a break from wrestling for the right. foreseeable future. 
Um, so so they're going to be looking for to fill some they've holes been, there. They've been doing a lot of work on the modeling side, though. Like, yeah. just seeing them on their Instagram, they've yep. been just killing it with that. So they had a lot of side hustles, and I guess at some point they were just kind of like, well, we can make whatever we need to make with this. Like, I don't need to go and potentially break my shoulder or whatever or mm-hmm. injure myself and so on so well and on top them, of it but... there's other stuff going on in their lives that they need to do and they yeah. they also here's the only worry that i have with them is because they're both immigrants they're both not native to america they lose their sponsorship yeah they they have to maintain a sponsorship to stay here now cassie lee uh, is married to sean spears and so that makes her stay here a little more secure um mm-hmm. but not by any means guaranteed um but uh but the other one is not on such solid ground and could find herself being told by the United States government if you don't have a job here sponsoring you you need to get back on a plane to Australia yeah. <laughs> fuck it she's Mate, that was like a terrible croc. Cro- that was like listening to my son do crocodile Dundee, dad. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Uh, but I mean, look, I obviously I, I would imagine they had thought about that. Uh, I had brought that up um, when discussing um, when cheating on us. Yeah, yeah, when cheating on you guys. Um, when discussing about whose visa was it? Uh, oh, gee, golly. Visa V. But just talking about work visas, how um, I can't, the wrestler is now just, I can't really recall at the moment, but they weren't from the States. I'm going to make an offer. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Oh. We were, we, we were discussing the Austin Theory Finn Balor scenario, and we were wondering when his contract was up. We couldn't really find any information, so we were playing with the whole little ordeal that, hey, maybe he could be at Forbidden Door, maybe his contract is coming up. And then I had asked also about the scenario of, hey, does anyone know how that I believe Finn, Finn Balor's got citizenship, if I remember correctly. Does he? Um, I believe. I, don't, I, don't I thought so. Sparks was looking that up. I'm gonna look I, it up. I I do not believe so because he's tried Irish to find that. and yeah, exactly. he's married to someone from Britain, like I believe, Britain or something. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're like, "Oh, isn't he married?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't think that person's American." Like, no. And know, so. and here's the other, um, without going into too much personal information, uh, my sister-in-law is not from the United States. And it took her six years of fighting and thousands upon thousands of dollars in lawyer fees to uh, become legal here in the States because our system is trash. It's a nightmare. And, oh, this is... He he, he is Irish citizenship. Yep. And one year and one day younger than me. Speaking of fucking nightmare i go to this website for for things and it's stuck in mobile mode and i can't get out of it so even (laughs) on my computer everything's fucking ginormous (laughs) um so now i'm trying to scroll down to the f's and i will make an offer hold on i better do this with my camera on yeah one job 
I, I will make an offer to the lovely Billy Kay. <laughs> I am in a relationship right now, so there will be no hanky panky. But if you need sponsorship, I can faux marry you for a <laughs> while, which may have ruined that because I feel like the federal government will find this. Yes. <laughs> uh, have you have you not seen that Sandra Bullock movie about how she had to marry? Uh, but Ryan Reynolds just to if, stay if in we America. fell in actual love in a in a thruple, I think I could get the girlfriend to to. Uh, I I uh, will say one I thing feel about like you're this: lose both pretty quick, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, the girlfriend doesn't watch the podcast. Yeah, I I will give one thing to this nightmare website. Um, they're on top of it because they um have Elias listed under Ezekiel already. Nice. So. There you go. They just have really bad. Web development tools. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Or really good for mobile web development. Well, that's it. They don't have like a full-fledged, hey, this screen is this big? A, a have, rapid response. Have they heard of GeoCities? No, I don't think GeoCities exist. <laughs> and after all of this, they don't have Finn Balor on their site either. Oh, Jesus. Fuck Why don't you do the find? I Control did the F. find eventually. Uh, um and uh, once I finally got tired of fucking scrolling, rolling, through scrolling a mobile I was website. like well I got to E and and then I was like oh I could do that but F is right next and I got to follow Ba and I was like okay and then um there was there was this, no this is your opportunity L M G T F Y so then I was like okay. let me Google that for you and then I and then I was like okay maybe maybe they have them under Devit. And nope, they didn't have them there. So I couldn't find the info though when I've tried. And I, anyways, I imagine they um, obviously took that into account, or they had hopefully had a plot. Because I think Paige had a similar situation where um, where she was almost about to get fired, or there was rumors of her getting fired, and the, there's a few dirt sheets reporting that she doesn't have her visa citizenship, and she was. Uh, she mentioned something. As about... long as the inspirations were allowed to be free agents, there's a lot of time for them to find sponsorship. Yeah. Because it doesn't necessarily need safe. to be a job per se, though, right? It's usually um, a career in, or a relationship. Yeah, it's either... For Billy Kay, all it, all it takes is, is one modeling shoot, and it's going to renew for another three months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the thing is, most of the time, when it's job related, it's it's contingent on you keeping the job, right? And so, um, every time you uh, you leave your job or whatever, um, you have a certain amount of time before it expires. It's the same thing, like literally with WWE, their their thing when they let someone go who's who's not from America. That 90-day no-compete, it's in the 90-day no-compete that they will continue to sponsor them through the 90 days, but they will stop because the concept is this gives them enough time to try to find someone else or some other job to sponsor them um, right. and get the paperwork started and all that stuff. Um, but, but Here's the deal. Yeah. I don't... I, I, you're right. I can't find any firm thing on... Finn Balor's contract. Um, like all I what, all I saw was he gets a million dollars a year. Apparently. What what I would expect 
is that he was in um, probably a three-year contract um, when he first signed, and then he's renewed it at least twice since then. Um, when he went down to NXT, he may have uh, signed a different contract for down there. And right. then when he came back to main roster, they may have signed, had him sign a new contract at that point. And that would have and been 21, he came, right? came back to main roster midway through last year, end of last year, um, like October of last year. If you right. signed a new contract at that point, he would have probably two to three years on that contract still. I think Vince sees too much value in the potential of the demon coming back. Um, I, I don't you say necess- that, but the fiend. I don't well, necessarily think Vince sees too much potential in, in it or whatever. Um, uh, but he doesn't want him to go anywhere else. On top of it, he sees um, he sees uh, uh, toy sales in the demon. Yes. Um, and I will point out that just this week on WWE TV, when Finn Balor was walking to the ring, his lower third said he has a demon persona. Um, so they, you know, even though they. Totally ruined the unbeatable as the demon gimmick. Um, <laughs> they still haven't given up on that. So, um, well, like I said, I've said sorry, this before. Uh, ropes breaking think... are the only things that cause Finn Balor to go down, yeah, and that happens all the fucking time now. Apparently, it's just all the time now. Yeah, was, was whomever that was? Did were they injured? Uh, it, was, it was Bobby Lashley, and no, he wrestled again yesterday. And, okay. And did did a did, did you can actually find video of it on the internet of him walking around and checking the top rope in all four corners to make sure, and then giving the thumbs up to the crowd. <clears throat> oh, so he was good. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, if yeah. you look the way he fell out, it looked scary at first, but then you watch it again, and like he hit shoulders. He hit his head on the ring apron was my yeah. Concern. He he hit his shoulders on the ring apron, and then uh, that spun him around, and he landed on either his legs or his knees. On the outside, and that's and, scary because that's the that's hardest scary. part of the ring. It is the hardest part of the ring. Um, I don't know if you know that, but it is. Um, so, anyways, <clears throat> um, speaking of Raw and WWE, uh, Raw this week was fun. Um, it yeah, it was celebrated bad. Randy Orton's twenty years there, which was fun there. God, how old am I right now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, um, probably my biggest complaint was they did the whole um, I'm in charge, so I'm going to change the rules of the match um, gimmick with Sonya Deville. Completely um, yeah. And the reason I don't like it is not that I don't like that gimmick, because I, I, when used right, it's okay. They made a very big deal with, with Sonya Deville a few months ago that when she's wearing the jacket, she's an official. But when she's wearing the ring gear, she's not an official. So by their very own logic, she shouldn't have been able to have changed the rules because she wasn't wearing the jacket. And the solution would have been very simple for her to have a jacket at ringside. Right. Just put it and on. Just pick it up and put it on. Right. And yeah, say, but- as an official, I am changing the rules of this match to be no disqualification. Writers don't remember what they did last week, let alone... Four That's months it. ago, I'm just gonna put myself on mute. I gotta go tinkle. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, good, he's gone. Now we can talk shit about him. Yeah, I'm still um, here. Damn it! Damn it! 
And to be fair, you guys still talk shit about me when I'm. To be fair. Yeah, babe, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Another television show reference. You'll have to figure it out. To be fair. To be fair. Well, while he's gone, because I got these two AEW unrivaled, unmatched. Let's talk about the figures so he can unmatched see figures. I got Johnny Hungy. Looking kind of hungry there. Ooh, this is a good opportunity for the fans to vote on which head you give him. Yeah, so that's the deal. I've got, I've got the choice. Do I put him in the smiling, happy Johnny Hungy face with enormous or, top teeth, or do I put him in the serious? I'm a fighter, Johnny Hungy face. Mm. Ooh, that's really tough. I think you should, whichever one you choose. I think you should use the other one as your screen unlock for your phone. I wonder if it would work for face on mine. It would be like a, a, it, it would be like a special um, um, form of like like token um, third party authentication. No one else could unlock into my phone because even if they had a picture of me, it wouldn't work. They would have to have a picture of Johnny Hungy. <laughs> that would be gold. I, it, it, it probably wouldn't work, and and you, I guess the security would probably be lower. But nobody would know that you did that unless they're on no, our podcast. What I was gonna do is because those those came with a special three pack each of the AEW cards. I was gonna quickly open those. And well, don't see which don't cards do it yet because he'll want to see them. Well, too bad I'm doing it. Okay. What's Should. the other piece? Does, does uh, Brody Lee have a separate head or a separate nope. title? Brody or? Lee didn't come with a separate head. Brody Lee just came with uh, papers to throw and then the uh, TNT title belt. So he had two he pieces. Had. Just uh, three pieces. Able to use the, both the, at the same time. The, yeah. The belt. Well, and here's the, I think they, they felt he, he's also a lot larger in terms of a figure. Um, oh, hold them both up. Uh, if only because of how much bigger uh, Brody Lee is. That from... seems accurate, actually. Yeah. Um, and so I think they felt like because they made him larger and, and more, you know, like like that they had to make up for. Johnny Hungy not only came with another head, but he also came with like three spare hands in different like punching hands and open hands and whatever hands. So... Um, so yeah, I did uh, that for you, JLB. You don't know it, but I did it for you. Oh, thank you. I did it for JLB. I did it for the JLB. Okay, <laughs> so three cards in each pack. Were we doing the cards? Yes, because you left, and I figured I'd I'd uh. I'd start to... So. It up. <laughs> Nyla, Nyla Rose. Is okay, this an aluminum card or these are these cardboard? These are cardboard, they're upper deck. Yeah, they're upper deck. Um they're they're glossy cardboard. Really nice looking, but yeah. Card number two from the first deck. Wordlow. That's not the most flattering photo of him. It really isn't, but you know. And then card number three. Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. For me, he's becoming like Cody. Nope, nope. He's doing exactly what he needs he's to doing do. Doing his job, man. Um, here's the deal: is, is 
I give Tony Khan a ton of credit because I don't think he expected the hatred to come out for Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara so quickly, right? right? Because they were both like the biggest baby faces in their divisions. Um, and then they come out together as a, as, and suddenly there's hatred, but they have instantly, instantly um, embraced that. They are full on heel team now. Uh, so much that even in triple A, they won the mixed tag team championships in heel fashion. And Ray uh, Phoenix, Superkick Ty Conti. Yes. So, so, so dur- <laughs> during the match, uh, um, yeah. for most of the match, um, Sammy Guevara was injured, uh, which he apparently in the um, Scorpio Sky ladder match did injure his shoulder. Right. Oh, God. Um, but he was which injured. Was He's on the outside. Too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he was outside. He was, you know, with, in crutches. And uh, La Parca Negra was Ty's tag team partner during most of the match. And then, uh, if I'm remembering correctly reading it, right at the end when La Parca Negra was about to try to get the pin and the victory, he enters the ring and takes out Ty's own tag partner with his crutches and then takes the pin for himself um, so that he can be the tag partner, tag champion. Um, we've got Riho with the old tiny belt. Which looks enormous on Riho. Which, yeah, looks yeah. normal size <laughs> for her, but that's, I, that's kind of the point, I would say. We've got a, another magazine cover, this one with Brian Cage. While he was FTW Ooh. champion. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And we have Miss Penelope Ford. What I do like about these is they actually have like stuff on the back. Stats and whatnot. Well, not like a ton of, but like like a, some stats, height, weight, uh, born, and then a little bit of information about them. Because those those WWE cards, the first nothing. set of cards, have basically nothing on the back. Like here, um, let me find one here. Anyways, I don't have one close that I can grab. But they had almost nothing on the back of them. Um, the the shinier ones had a little bit more stuff on them. But anyways, um, but yeah. So now I've got the three AEW cards to. Hold on to because I can't find any more in stores right now. You just got to get more action figures then. Yep, I'm just gonna have to buy more action figures. That's a that's a valuable way to that's <laughs> to get more cards. That's totally cost effective. Yeah, um, twenty dollars for an action figure <laughs> to get three three cards. Yeah, to get, to get some box openings and whatnot. That's it. Unboxings. But so, <clears throat> um. What else happened? Uh, Becky Lynch addressed the crowd on on Raw, and then Asuka came back, and nobody dreaded for Asuka. Um, Bobby Lashley defeated almost an arm wrestling contest, and then they fought. Some of that shit just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> uh, Veer Mahan defeated some other schmo. Yep. Uh... Oh, oh! Th- this one was a good thing. The 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 Miz TV 
Seth, uh, oh, Seth, great chemistry which, between Theory and yeah. Demis. Which uh, I'm gonna say, I'm not normally one who says good things about talk shows uh, segments on on Raw and SmackDown and whatever. I think they're dumb for the most part. But uh, Miz and Theory had really good chemistry together. Um, I, I liked at one point Miz was like, like you know, if you work hard enough, I don't have maybe a magic so, button. Maybe someday oh, you'll get a the too. And Theory's like, The Theory? No thanks, I'm good. You know? I don't want to be called The Theory. <clears throat> and then and then made a match between Miz and Mustafa Ali. Um, accepted the match for him. Also, the release jab Mustafa. is... Yeah, they, they did do a lot of... Like, when Mustafa came out, they're like, do you even work here? You know? I'm going to make you wish you got your release papers. I was like, oh my god. I'm like, he does wish he got his release paper. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, I mean, I hope they finally at least do something with Ellie, though, in reality. Um, you know, I mean, the guy's been dealt a shitty hand with retribution and all that, and they haven't really done anything with him. So, I mean, the guy's a phenomenal wrestler, and seeing him versus Theory, or Champa, actually, because Champa came out afterwards. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that that match would be fire. Obviously, Champ is going to win, but please give me a fire matchup because those. Is he? Is that? Is that really that obvious? Well, he came out to attack him at the end of the. Um, of Just the saying, match. I don't feel like that's an obvious thing that Champ is going to win. Yeah, the oh. Champ is going to win. Eh. I think they're building up uh, a theory, and I think they're building him up mostly because. Um, all the insiders report that Vince McMahon sees Theory as the next John Cena. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and well, so, he's not built that way. Uh, he's not built like John Cena, but he is very athletic and has a lot of charisma, very similar to John Cena. That's valid. And, yeah, let's, yeah, the next and, and next let's be John honest, John Cena was not popular at the beginning of his rise. This is true. People did not like him. And eventually they grew to like him. And so who knows? Um, I did really get a kick out of during the Randy Orton celebration, uh, Ezekiel introducing himself <laughs> to to Randy Orton. And then Owen's uh, coming out like, stop it. Yeah, and being like, <laughs> yes, I, I just want you to know I'm Ezekiel. I am Elias's younger brother. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Elias coming. Uh, um KO coming out and everyone be like, no, he's he's Ezekiel. He is Elias's younger brother. Didn't you hear him? So I did get a kick out of that. And then Seth so. <coughs> And then Seth Rollins touching his face, like looking <laughs> to see the differences. Oh, just but. Seth Rollins is freaking awesome, man. He's making Raw watchable along with KO. And Cody, I guess, you know, at least I'm not liking the promos, but I guess he didn't do much promo this week, which was great. No, he did a little bit because they introduced him as the guy who's looked up to Randy Orton since the beginning. And he's also mm -hmm. a second generation wrestler and right uh, sees him as kind of a mentor. Um, but... <coughs> and they and then... were in Legacy together, no? Technically? Yep. They were in Legacy together with... Uh, uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about him too much, though. 
and he then got released, di- right? Yeah, oh, he's been gone for a long time. And no one really cared. Because <laughs> he kind of blew. He, uh, I, I remember, wow. I remember the, um, the backlash <clears throat> because he Fine was always intended. Yeah. The WrestleMania backlash. Um, because, uh, he was involved in one of the Marine movies. Right. Um, and nobody liked that. And then they were like, oh, okay, we'll get rid of him. Um, yeah, he, he was the transitional one between Cena and Miz. Oh. Yes. So and was it was apparently great. it was apparently supposed to be Randy Orton for three first. And uh, then there was backlash against Randy Orton because he very well known was in the army and deserted. Mm. Um, and so they were like, you can't have someone playing the Marine who got dishonorably discharged from the military. Did he get dishonorably discharged? Yes. Oh, dirty. So in the Marine, <laughs> just because we may as well do it. Marine 1 has John Cena. Marine 2 has Ted DiBiase Jr. Um, Marine 3 is The Miz. Marine 4 is The Miz. Mm -hmm. Marine 5 is The Miz. So it's Marine 2 that DiBiase Jr. was. Yeah, 2. So after graduating in 1998, Randy Orton enlisted with the United States Marines. At the base, he received a bad conduct discharge in 99 after going AWOL on two occasions and disobeying an order from a commanding officer. Under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, he was tried and convicted under a special court-martial, subsequently spending 38 days in the brig at Camp Pendleton. Um, so yeah, he was went AWOL twice, got court-martialed, dishonorable discharge, and then they're like, we're going to have you play the Marine. And actual Marines were like, um, no, don't but do that. Neither was anyone else. But they weren't discharged, right? It's an it's an honor thing with the military at this point. Oh the military say, said that that was disrespectful to the military to have a dishonorably discharged person playing a because he because in the movie he's playing a war veteran who's who's uh, gotten medals and all of that stuff and they're like no that's that's dishonorable. Anyway, I guess sure. I just remember the the whole ah, about it at the time. I watched the first Marine movie, and then I, like, caught one of, I don't know, Marine 5 or Marine 6. Whichever one had Becky Lynch in it. It was Marine 6. Marine 6, yeah. I don't know these off the top of my head. I have the film series Wikipedia up on this. I'm sure, yeah, I believe you. I I 100% believe you. I have a weird twitch in my eyes right now. Uh, Um... Uh, moving on to Wednesday, Dynamite. We had fun stuff. Fire, fire is really good. It was a really oh good night. Uh, starting off right off the bat with uh, Dax Harwood versus Cash Wheeler for the first time ever. Right. Um, in the crazy. Owen Hart qualifying um, and a throwback. Yeah. There, there. There's actually a video going around on the internet where someone went through and was able to put together all of the different match mm-hmm. moments. Uh, of Bret Hart matches that they paid homage to 
including a bunch with Brett versus Owen, but Brett also ones Kurt that Henning. were Brett versus Henning. Um, I'm trying to remember what the other ones. I think one was I think even one Brett was with versus... Razor. Yeah. Anyways, oh. but it was really really well put together. It was a very good match. And they um, had the side by side. It was like perfect. I was yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> People um, are so and, creative. And so it, it, it goes to show how big a students of the game <clears throat> FTR are. That, and how much they, they love the hearts, you know, and Brett specifically. Um, you and then so, had a, Go ahead. I was just going to say, so that's why I was kind of heartbroken, right? Because we did get the Bret Hart news that Bret Hart had signed a lucrative deal with WWE. And we're like, oh, crap, this is done. It's a Legends deal. He won't be able to go anywhere. But then Bret Hart had mentioned that, no, it was just the merchandising. Yeah. Um, Legends deals allow them to go anywhere they want. Yeah. Well, that's the deal. Is the original report um, came out. And this is why every time you see a report from the dirt sheets, you do have to look around for confirmation and everything. Because the original report was um, based off of Dave Meltzer saying, I don't. And this is where the report came from, right? Dave Meltzer says, I don't know if he can work for, for AEW because I know he signed some sort of deal with WWE and I don't know if it allows him to work. And someone right. took that quote well, and so ran with it in their own thing right. and saying he has a lucrative WWE contract that says he can't work for AEW. Um, and so that's not what the original report said. The original report said, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay. Right. Bastards. But anyways, but then Bret Hart has come out and said, "No, I mean they have a con. I have a contract to make merchandise, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So they can put my face on a T-shirt or an action figure. You know. The right. the other piece to that is remember a while back. Oh, was this 2018? Right after Taker had lost to Roman at WrestleMania, um, the next year he was going to do. WrestleMania, uh, Conrad's mm-hmm. panel at WrestleMania, and because he was retired, and Vince went to him and said, "No, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that because technically that would have been very AEW friendly mm-hmm. when they were just kicking off uh, with Conrad. Conrad's not associated with AEW, but uh, Jr. was, and a lot of the people that were doing Conrad's panel were, and." Vince really went after it like you're not going to get your legends deal and I need to sign you to an actual active contract again until you're retired because I sounded like maybe maybe even this Hall of Fame spot was on the line and I'm, that'd be a horrible decision horrible decision who is this Taker oh Mark Calloway was going to do Conrad's panel mm-hmm. yep oh damn yeah. at okay. Starcade. Star Starcast, Starcast, Star-cast. which is the weekend of WrestleMania, um, the day before WrestleMania, in the town that WrestleMania is at. <laughs> and Conrad had a boatload of AEW people on that. Right. So, um, uh, I don't want to. I think this... Brett had just presented the title as well. Yeah, Brett had uh, at the the AEW Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, had presented the AEW world title. And so I think that played into it as well. Um, In, in, I don't want to call this breaking news because it came out earlier today, but I'm just seeing it. Uh, But we were talking about the inspiration taking a a step away from 
for wrestling, and we were mentioning uh, Billy Kay or Jessica McKay, um, as she goes by now. Um, and uh, she actually, it's been announced, she's been cast in a movie that we'll be filming soon. Oh. So, a movie called The Charisma Killers. Ooh, there you have movie. it. So, yeah. <laughs> That, that's the, It'll be yeah. right up there with the Marine. I'll have all of that memorized. I mean, I got yeah, the, the Wikipedia, Wikipedia for, that for that open. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> Just all the time. Yeah. Just you're ready. Anyways, uh, we also had Blackpool Combat Club versus uh, The Factory, which um, I like. Aaron also Solo really is, is a good worker, and Nick Camarado is kind of fun because he's the big guy who throws people so around, right? I. He's, um, and he's wrestled for AEW quite a lot, but I really mm-hmm. love his physique. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I love his he's, look and all that, and he's fucking pretty athletic in the ring. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck the factory. Let this guy go on his own. Yeah. Like, Well, the the only good thing about this is it did get to see uh, the Blackpool Combat Club beat the fuck out of QT Marshall for a while. Yeah, it was awesome. Fucking so theoretically, since Cody has some ownership in the Nightmare Factory, he still has an influence on AEW. Well, in a way, although I will point out that they specifically call him the Factory, not Nightmare Factory. Yeah. Um, and, and that's but, but tacky ownership in the actual, but training in the actual facility. training facility. However, uh, Nick Camarado and uh, Aaron Solo are, probably don't spend a lot of time training at the Nightmare Factory anymore um, yeah. because they are active on the roster and, and uh, on elevation, on elevation that. and dark and and uh, fucking because I Nick think Nick Camarado, Camarado has like forty five matches under his belt or something. Well, and and Solo is officially part of the Sammy Guevara vlog crew, so he's on Sammy Guevara's vlog every Sammy week. Guevara. Oh, okay. Yeah, vlog crew, vlog crew. Anyways, um, <laughs> Lance Archer versus Wardlow was basically what I expected it to be. Uh, two big men slapping meat. For a while. Ah, God, it turns me on when you say that. You knew I was going to say it. You knew. Um, but it also ended with, I I was a little concerned with how they were going to end it. Because I'm like, are they, are they going to have Lance Archer take the Powerbomb Symphony? Or are they going to be concerned with making, worried that they're, they don't want to make Lance Archer look weak? They apparently were not concerned with that at all. Because Lance mm-hmm. Archer took like was five. four five Powerbombs. Yeah. Um, and you know what, though? I, I think it was good because it wasn't necessarily about making Lance Archer look weak. It was more about continuing the story of Wardlow going after MJ. Yeah. Oh, well, and, that, and, and, that's and it makes Wardlow look like a beast yeah. if he can powerbomb Lance Archer five yeah. times. And, times. And the thing is, they didn't. It, it wasn't a squash by any means. Right. Lance Archer got in a lot, of, a lot of good shots and everything. And there was a point where you, know, you could have legitimately thought Lance Archer was going to win it. Right. Um, and then Wardlow was able to come back and powerbomb, 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 pin. Um, and then what, what I really liked is him just walking casually to the side and then holding his hands out to be handcuffed to be walked out of the ring. Like, mm-hmm. listen, I'll, I'll come and I'll do this all day, you know? Right. You... I thought you were going to say what you really liked was that joke about uh, Philly chicks, how they use, uh, how, do, how do Philadelphia chicks use birth control? I, I think well, what was it? What was it? How, how does Philadelphia chicks use? Uh... Oh, what do Philadelphia women use as birth control? Their personalities. 
<laughs> it was like the promo before uh, the match started. <laughs> I I probably didn't wasn't listening too closely for that. Oh, um, about the only segment that I didn't like really love on Dynamite was the Jericho Appreciation Society sit down where they had the table out there and they talked and and uh, in the end uh, Eddie Kingston did fine in it, but it was just like meh. Overall, I just was like whatever. Um, it was there to set up for later um, when... Uh, for Rampage, technically. For Rampage, technically, when uh, Jericho would get his uh, his Fireball payback on. on it with the Fireball, which I do want to... We'll talk about when we talk about Rampage, but the Fireball is very much a sports entertainer joke, right? Right. Uh, yeah, I, I saw a post... Uh, well, we'll talk about when we get to it, so... We'll get to it. Uh, the Philly Street Fight, Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. That was uh, fun. was a lot of fun. I was a little surprised that they gave Deeb the win again. Mm-hmm. Um, just and a clean I, win on top. Yeah. I was kind of figuring that this would be the moment that Shida gets her, her win revenge. back. And her revenge. Uh, but she didn't, and so... But remember all of them they did with Cody. I mean, mm-hmm. they they're a lot... They let... Cody win four or five before he took the loss finally. Yeah. Or or you know had a tie in in the instance with uh with Darby it was a tie and then win win and then finally a loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know in the end, what I kind of think probably is going to happen is this is going to lead to the darker Sheeta, maybe her joining up with Serena for a while if if you can't beat him join him sort of a thing. Uh, before eventually, anyways, but that can be. Uh, that, bef- side note: that should be a storyline in WWE. That Cody, <laughs> I just have to face you enough that I get yeah. a win, because yeah. I've seen I, how this works. If I keep trying mm-hmm. long enough, I'll eventually win. Because yeah, you lose like the fifth one to people. Uh, before we got to the next match, though, we had we had the House of Black. Uh, come out and they they pulled Fuego out there and they were gonna try to rip his mask off him and then they were interrupted by um the return. Well, of... but first it was Alex Abrahantes in the ring mm-hmm. talking to them about how they fell into his trap of distraction. Right. Um, and then when uh they went to the ring, then Penta and Pac came out on the ramp. Um, and uh, distracted them back to there. And then Alex Abrahantes came out in his normal gear, not his hood and all of that stuff. And you were like, whoa, if Alex Abrahantes is on the ring, who's in the ring? Um, I mean, I you, you, we probably all saw it coming. But that was the goal, uh, was to have us be like, what? Uh, and then the guy in the ring took off the hood, and it was it was Ray Phoenix. Right. underneath there and then he uh beat up on them for a bit and they all went in there and they beat up and then the bad guys ran away and the triangle is all a steep up marshmallow man but they ran away smiling which makes me wonder if they didn't see it coming if that wasn't all part of their plan i'm also, also going to point out something said. slightly <laughs> related to this although it didn't happen on on one of the main shows it happened on AEW dark i think elevation uh julia hart wrestled a match 
Um, okay. And she she's continued to come out with the the eye patch on, covering her one eye, right? Um, but this time, coming out from under the eye patch was black coming down her cheek. Oh, uh, like the why would you put spread. that on dynamite? Well, reportedly, not even reportedly, dynamite had to be rewritten a lot um, going into it. Yeah, because Adam Page uh, got COVID. Because Adam Page got COVID. Um, right. Although, <laughs> one of the things that I like so much about AEW is they're not afraid uh, to be like, um, yeah, Adam Page got COVID. Um, whereas, like, WWE is just like, oh, some, someone can't be here because. Um, because they're injured or so, you know, and, and you miss a flight <laughs> instead of just saying, yeah, they got COVID. So he kept them off. Cause I don't think it's shameful to say, Hey, we found out that one of our wrestlers got COVID. So we kept them away from the other wrestlers for the safety of our other wrestlers. Right. Right. But anyways, hangman page tweeted out right before dynamite. And he tweeted out dynamite is on tonight at 8 p.m. on TBS, but I will not be there because my face is full of COVID snot. Sorry. Please enjoy regardless. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> just, like, he also uh, misspelled dynamite. Because um, <laughs> he's Adam Page and he can't. Because he's, he's hangman. Sh- he's, he's, he's hangman. He's cowboy he's shit. He's doing some cowboy shit. Right. Exactly. Um, anyways. Then you had the 10-man tag match featuring the official debut of the... the, the uh, Undisputed Elite. Right. New shirts and all. Yep. New shirts and all. Here's the deal. I like I don't like the name Undisputed Elite, but it does give them the ability to do their their hand signal again. You know? The Undisputed True. Era. It's the same letters. And so eh, it just it doesn't roll off the tongue like undisputed era. i just don't know why they took so long to maybe make them officially give them that moniker trademarks because, trademark yeah but i mean just it's more like well young bucks are going to be turning any moment now or they're going to be turned on any moment and out of the undisputed era trademarks uh, i think i think the other thing that plays into it to be perfectly honest is um, we, we've heard reports that Kenny Omega's recovery took some setbacks and I think they originally expected Kenny Omega to be coming back around now. Already. Okay. And, uh, so what, he won't be at Forbidden Door? He, he may be at Forbidden Door because remember, we've got a little over a month before that. Mm, um, okay. but he's not going to be back now, you know? And so they're like, That's well, fine. well, we, we can't continue to tease this. Will they break up or will they turn on him or not? Um, so let's let's pump the brakes on that. Let's have the undisputed elite as a team with five for a while, and then when he gets closer to coming back, we can um, start the breakup again. That's fair. Um, and the team they faded, faced was Dante Martin, Varsity Blondes, Lee Johnson, and Brock Anderson. Um, and that team kind of had to be thrown together in a way because. Uh, Dante Martin no longer has a tag partner again because uh, 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 his brother has a non-wrestling injury. Um, I think the report I read said he was in a bad car accident, but I'm not certain on that. Oh, shit. Um, so he, he's in a neck brace now, and and but it wasn't something that happened in the ring. 
So okay. Dante Martin uh, doesn't have his brother Darius uh, again. So then he had then the Varsity Blonde, and then Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson are a tag team that wrestles on Dark, uh, but mostly just gets beaten up on Dark. So, mm. um, and then the ladder match for the TNT title was the last one, and it was a fun match. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Scorpio Sky um, excelled. Sammy Guevara did crazy shit from the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the one that was the craziest? He he was on the top of the ladder inside the ring, um, but he couldn't he couldn't reach the uh, belt right because mm-hmm. it was off to the side. So he looked at the camera and he said, "I'm crazy." And then he did like a 450 and totally missed Scorpio's guy. Uh, just... and then the, the ladder barbed wire too that mm-hmm. was pretty neat to see oh. uh, the woman fighting was dope so now I'm kind of excited to maybe hopefully see the woman go on a one on one probably will be a mixed tag but um, yeah no that was a fun match though I get it you're not crazy on Sammy's you know spot festery um, but it still was good and it really I feel it even elevated maybe well scorpio sky won so that was great but i also feel like it made us kind of appreciate scorpio sky's talent even more than i guess i did yeah might have elevated your appreciation of scorpio sky mine was already up here all right that's fair i seem to remember a week ago us talking about scorpio sky and you being all like and then the other two of us being like nope i'm still sold on scorpio sky Mm-hmm. So, what is this though? Are they? I, I hope they're still keeping it on Scorpio Sky though, for a longer period of time. Because I don't know what's with this back and forth. Was it the back and forth because, um, just because I don't know they gave it to Sammy and then oh they don't like him, whatever. So let's take him out of it. I um I heard a a theory. It it verges on conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I put a ton of faith in it, but at the same point, it does make sense for him. Um, who previously held the record for shortest TNT title reign? Cody didn't. He? Cody. Oh, okay. Um, who Between previously? Guevara and Guevara. Yep. Uh, won it off Guevara, lost it to Guevara. Who previously had the? Uh, uh, highest reigns. Yeah, uh, the the record for most Cody. number of TNT title reigns. Who Cody. previously... the And so the theory, the conspiracy theory is that they did all of this to erase Cody from the record books. Not erase him, but keep him from having the, the, the most of those records you know what i mean okay i mean they're still gonna acknowledge him as a previous title holder they're they're not gonna take that away from him acknowledge cody but they are you know right now saying we don't want him to be if someone searches for tnt title we don't want his name to show up with all of the records of course you know right let's get get other names on there some more it also in a way i think makes sense uh DFA and I have talked many times over the three years of this show about I don't know where you're going. 
about hot shotting the title around doesn't hurt the title, right? About when you have two people who who can or three people who you can bounce the title around um, with good matches, solid matches, right? Um, where where sometimes someone wins because they just figured out how to exploit something from the other person, and then the other person figures out how to not make that mistake again or whatever. Um, it doesn't really hurt the title. It can it can. It can actually enhance the title, especially as long as they're putting on great matches, which I thought this was a good match. Um, and so I think that plays into it. I do think the other thing came came around uh, is all about the heel turn for Ty and, and Sammy. Um, that having them win the belt off Scorpio in heel fashion and then lose it back to Scorpio a helps the turn of Scorpio to face. Um, <coughs> even right. it also means that now Scorpio Sky is tied with with uh, Cody for number of TNT title reigns, has the shortest title reign, and Sammy Guevara has the most mm-hmm. TNT title reigns at three. Yep, exactly. So whether um, or not that's a true story, whether or not they wanted to take Cody out of, out of the books. Doesn't matter. They did it. Certainly, they did it exactly. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, especially with the reports that Cody got injured in that match, I think some of it was like, not Cody, excuse me, that uh, Sammy Guevara got injured in that match. I think some of it was them saying, "Hey, we've relied a lot on Sammy Guevara over the last year, um, to help elevate this title." And we've worked him really hard, and we've made him do a lot of crazy matches. Like, that that uh, ladder match with Cody was nuts at times. Yeah. Um, and I so still this, know how he didn't break his back with that whiplash. Yeah. There were so many, so many moments in that. And so this could be them saying, hey, we've now established them as monster heels, right? We can set up for a mixed tag match with... Ethan Page and Paige Van Zant versus uh versus Sammy and Ty. Um we can set up for a singles match Ty versus Paige Van Zant. Um and then we can kind of reduce Sammy's load for a bit and let his body heal heal up a bit yeah, and let him up. just be the the smarmy guy cuz here again when they signed Sammy Guevara he was the smarmy heel. Um, and then he got popular in the inner circle and they turned him face and now they've turned him heel again. Let him be a smarmy heel. He doesn't need a title, um, to be the smarmy heel. And so I think that's going to play into it. What I do see coming now is a slow build of, um, tension between Ethan Page and Scorpio Scorpio Sky. Sky. Uh, especially building off of the deal that Scorpio made with Kazarian. Um, and then Kazarian come out, coming out after this match and shaking hands with uh, Scorpio Sky and acknowledging that. If you watch closely in the ring on, on the replay of that, you can see Ethan Page looking confused and even jealous um, during the interaction between Kazarian and Scorpio. Mm. Um, and so this could lead to a, a rebirth of SCU. Right, uh, which was really popular, um, and probably when Scorpio Sky was the most p- 
popular he was in AEW. Um, and it could lead to Ethan Page turning on Scorpio Sky. Leaving um, America's top team mm-hmm. heel. And having, yeah, leaving and being heel and having a run of his own, um, potentially of the title, or at the very least a run at the title to help establish it's one of the things that, like, I'm a big Ethan Page fan. And if there was a critique I have of AEW, it's that they haven't really utilized Ethan Page to his full potential. Sure, sure. Right. Um, and and part of it has been the fact that in this America's Top Team, while it's been popular and it's been successful, um, he's been kind of the third wheel in it, you know? It's been Dan Lambert as the mouthpiece. It's been Scorpio Sky as the focal point. And then Ethan Page is like there. And right. so this could allow Ethan Page to effectively Shawn Michaels it. You know, turning on Scorpio Sky, big heel moment, going off on his own. Um, could be a big moment for that. So that's what I kind of anticipate is going to come. We'll see if that happens, but... The, it was the, still tons of fun. Back on your conversation about sh- shotgunning the title around, um, or hot shotting the title around, there are two limitations to that: um, quality of wrestlers that are in in said title hunt is um, is the obvious one. The other one is you have to have it go back to the same people. You mm-hmm. you have six or seven, five or six. You know, I, I I really think six is the magic number of people maximum that you can have that title moving around with. Didn't you watch Schoolhouse Rock? Three is the magic number. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but um, and I say that because we've been taught this story when there was a time in WWE when we went, oh my gosh, now who's going to challenge Shawn Michaels? And they hot shotted this guy by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You guys heard of him um yeah, maybe sounds familiar okay yeah anyway and then they had to have a whole bunch of contenders for him because Shawn michaels is out right so everybody that was a prior contender to to Shawn michaels or that was a prior contender for that title was no longer there brett was going to be out in in well brett yeah brett was on his way out or was Brett's out right yeah. yeah was brett was out um <laughs> You know, Stone Cold has this title, and there's no real contenders. Well, Triple H kind of shows up, and of course we have Undertaker and Kane in a feud, but they're they're available, so let's have them in it. And oh, we we just got this Olympic gold medalist, and mm-hmm. then it hot shots through all of them, trying to find who the real contenders are, and realizing that all of them are real contenders. Well, and and, and that it's the best way to elevate the title entirely because there's six amazing wrestlers doing this and well, this isn't including the rock or triple h yet and the, and that's my point the the important thing in it hot shotting it around the matches have to live up yes. and when you've got a kurt angle the matches can live up when you've got a stone cold the matches will live up when you've got but that a, said when you've got a scorpio sky in a mid card and a mid-card. You've got a Scorpio Sky, a Sammy Guevara, who's a, an eventual world title holder, mm-hmm. an Ethan Page, um, uh, a Wardlow. Potentially an MJF, Kazarian. Kazarian. Mm-hmm. And Kazarian can be the, realistically, if we're if we're putting them in roles from that era, Kazarian is solidly 
solidly the Cactus Jack, i.e. Mankind, Mick Foley character. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have it on him a lot. Yeah, the because he is old. Yep. He is old, yeah. But, or the cane of that group. Yeah. Because here's the deal. You use Kazarian to get it off someone through, I don't want to use the word fluke, but something like that, you know, where where he wins it based on wily, you know, wily veteran tactics, right? You you have it be a TLC match and and Sammy Guevara's trying to jump down through a table Mm -hmm. with Kazarian laying on it and Kazarian moves. Yeah, it's a really like easy exactly. way to take it off yeah. with Sammy Guevara. And then Kazarian's the title holder uh, long enough for someone else to challenge and win. And and then Sammy Guevara didn't get hurt losing it. Uh, he's still a contender for whoever's the new, you know, sort of a thing. Anyways. So, yeah. um, that's just, that, that's what you can do to move around. That's why you move around a title and don't leave it on somebody for 600 and some odd days. Because right now we're actually faced with that in WWE. So who do we who have? Challenges, who challenges? Who challenges Roman? Who's yeah. our six guys now, though? Technically, then in AEW. In there's AEW? not six. There's not quite six. Right now, there's, there's about, about five. Four. Four, or five. four. Four or five. Yeah. So you got Sammy Guevara. You've got Scorpio Sky. You've got potentially Wardlow. Ethan Page. You've got Wardlow as as a potential. You've still got Darby Allen as a potential. Yeah, he's a former TNT oh, title holder. Okay. That's fair. Um, he could Miro, go back in there. Comes back. Miro yeah. coming back. That's that's have another it, one. Having it move around. It's move all you it around do. because it tells you who's really over and who isn't. You you who's even have some with. up and comers like Swerve. Oh yeah, um, that's true. Can get into that. Who's and house? Swerve's house. Yes. Uh, you've got Keith Lee who can, I mean, he's eventually a world title, uh, thing, but now you give him a short run with it. Uh, you've got Samoa Joe and and screwed by, by undisputed, uh, elite. Yeah. And then you have Keith Lee go after Adam Cole for the title after Adam Cole's already beat Adam Page. Yep. Um, I mean, you you even have, you know, like I said, uh, the, the Samoa Joe or, Trent Beretta as as potential. Here's the thing with like uh, Samoa Joe. He's a former world champion at multiple uh, levels, right? Him winning the TNT title can elevate it because it's a former world champion going after it and winning it. And then losing it to someone elevates that person because they just beat the Samoa Joe, right? And it doesn't hurt Samoa Joe. Just like it won't hurt Samoa Joe whenever he loses the Ring of Honor World TV Championship to whoever he does, right? Yep. So I I distinctly remember a Samoa Joe match on Dynamite next week going to be fire. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to look to see what the Samoa Joe match because man, be for next this week. tournament though, this tournament when it uh, the tournament qualifiers so far have been freaking fire. Mm-hmm. But the people who have won, we got. O'Reilly, we got Samoa Joe, we got Adam Cole, we got Keith Lee. Like, dude, yeah. every match on the actual like tournament. So, so what one of my one of my um I'm getting use the word nitpicks on this is or Daxter uh Yeah, Dax Harwood or yeah, Dax Dax was the one who won, I believe. Yeah. Anyways. Um or one, of my, one, of my, one of my big big uh uh pet peeves nitpicks on this is these are all tournament qualifier matches why didn't they just make these another round of the tournament yeah make it a 16 man yeah. tournament instead of an eight man 
Exactly. I agree with that. Um, I mean, if unless they're getting... doing the final eight in one solid night. Yeah. You know, old school King of the Ring style. Yeah, unless they're doing you that. Have all your matches that night. They might yeah. do that as one of the instead of like battle of the belts, it's like the Owen Hart tournament. Mm-hmm. Thing well, yeah, that, it would have to we'll be, be a two hour. to three hour, yeah, you know, yeah. thing for it. You can do it on a very special dynamite. It doesn't have to be a pay per view. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can be a very special dynamite. It would be fairly packed, but you could do it. But my thing is, if you're gonna have qualifying matches, just have them part of the the tournament. You know what I mean? Just these are yeah, tournament there's matches. There's no actual rules of okay, how are you a qualifier into determining yeah. if you're, you know? Nope, it's just like oh, you guys are gonna oh, fight, just, and it's a qualifier. You. That's making part of it. Um, on Rampage, we had uh, started off with uh, Darby Allen versus Swerve in a qualifier match. Um, this was a fun match, and also yep. I'm going to point out that uh, it, Sting did even not though, jump off a balcony. Well, even yeah, Sting did not <laughs> jump off a balcony, so we he survived another day. Um, even though that we didn't get to see like the entrances because it started off with them already in the ring, um, you could tell the crowd was behind Swerve, which is really something when he's in the ring with Darby Allen, one of the other top babyface crowd pleasers, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that that the crowd chanted for Swerve, um, if you watch the video of his entrances. They were saying Swerve's house. Um, you know, in that first interview with Swerve, back back when he first showed up, and he said, whose house? Swerve's house. And no one knew what to say um, at it. You know, it, it felt like it fell flat. But every interview since then, when he goes, whose house? The fans Swerve's house. You house. can hear the fans getting behind it. He is definitely over with the fans. So... Um, and it ended with a distraction from uh, uh, the FTW champion, Ricky Starks. Uh, Darby Allen got the win. Uh, didn't exactly, like, it wasn't like he got help from Ricky Starks. It was just kind of a distraction thing. Uh, but that's leading up to Swerve versus Ricky Starks down the road, which I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jade Cargill and officially now named The Baddies. Red Velvet and Kira Hogan. Um, I do like one thing that they did. I know uh, DFA was a little bit uh, disheartened with the the heel turn from Red Velvet because uh, he's he's hoping for her to be the one to take the title off of Jade Cargill. Um, but I like how they played it off uh, that that it was Willow Nightingale. It was the match between uh red velvet and willow nightingale and the crowd was chanting for willow nightingale and that's why red velvet chose to to turn because (laughs) the crowd turned on her Mm -hmm. they built that into the storyline i really do like that um you also had sky blue and trisha dora on the other side and i always love sky blue and trisha dora is a, a great independent star who you know, may eventually be signed to a full-time contract with AEW. Who knows? Um, or ROH. Or our Ring of Honor, yeah. Um, but that was a good match all in all there. Um, Keith Lee versus Colton Gunn. Keith Lee got to throw around one of the ass boys. Um, <laughs> that was fun. The law, the hairy ass boy. The hairy ass boy, yes. Not the um, clean cut. Yeah, the less, the less charismatic ass boy. Yes. 
Um, yeah. The, but, one that, um, the one that doesn't put on quite the show. Yes. Austin, mm-hmm. uh, the, the show, show ass boy is yes. Yes. a lot show of fun. Ass but boy Harry Anyways. And then the main event. Oh my God! Please, Dan Hauser, watch this podcast and use Harry Asboy. <laughs> I saw a meme online, <laughs> and it was based off of that. You know that scene in in one of the episodes of Friends where they're trying to get uh, Joey to say something, and they go one step at a time, and he says each of the parts of it. But then, then when it comes to the thing, he says it the way he always says it. You know, and so it was like um, uh, the the gun. Gun club, club, the gun club, the ass boys, and because they replaced <laughs> it with Dan, Dan Housen on all this, and so yeah. uh, and you Samoa also missed Joe... that technically. Dan Housen and Hook, they were supposed to have a match, uh, and... well, they were supposed to have a confrontation. confrontation, and they did have a confrontation in the ring, but looks like um, they're gonna be tag teaming, um, which is fine by me because yeah, I'm, I'm kind of down for that. That's kind of funny, yep, it's like the I'm odd couple. For. I will fight you. <laughs> yes. Well, I like it because he called out. He's like, okay, no more of this. Send Hook. And Hook comes out and he's like, oh, this was actually a little easier when you were not in the ring. Um, <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, um, uh, there was there was challenge to Hook. And uh, Dan Housen tried, offered his, uh, his hand to... To uh, hook to shake and hook didn't do it, and turned and left. Um, well, no, but, but someone still... came in to interfere, right? So someone yes, it was, came in. It's interference, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Yeah, me too. Da, 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 da. You do an incredible Dan has an impression. Send yeah. hook. I can't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but there also was the segment backstage where they were beating, where uh, Jericho Appreciation Society was beating up on um, Eddie Kingston and all that stuff. And this is the fireball segment that I was mentioning. Uh, mm-hmm. They ended up setting up a fireball in Eddie Kingston's face, and he's on the ground rolling. And I saw a post, and it was like, if you guys were angry at this. Um, and it showed the uh, moment when Alexa Bliss hit, was it Randy Orton? Yeah, in the face with the, fireball. with the fireball. And said, but not angry at this, you're part of the problem. And, and here's the deal that I want to say. A, um, there's two main, main differences, right? Number one, uh, they were presenting Alexa Bliss as having legitimate supernatural powers with the uh the fireball. fireball even though you could plainly see that she had a little fireball cannon in her hand right um and and whereas with this uh there was no uh implication that Jericho had some sort of supernatural power he was right. lighting off a right. fireball and threw it into his face right so there's that and that's part of what the frustration is but the other thing is, that's kind of the point of the Jericho thing, right? Remember, exactly. his whole gimmick right now is that he's a sports entertainer. So he's going to do the shit that sports entertainers do. The stuff that yeah. AEW fans all make fun of because they don't like it. Um, that's <laughs> the fucking point of the joke, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, 
we're supposed to be angry at it because it's it's sports entertainment shit. Right. Um, That's so, the equivalent uh, of saying if you like Batman, but you don't like Iron Man, you're part of the problem. Yeah. Well, they're two different fucking stories, man. They're just <laughs> sure the premise is billionaire turns into vigilante crime fighter. But in the end, I, I am going to give a, a controversial opinion right now. Oh. And that controversial opinion is this. Um, if Jericho is a heel, and uh, which he is, and and doing this whole gimmick, he needs to stop coming out to Judas. He won't, though. He won't. No, he won't. I, he 100% won't. But he needs to. And the reason is... But it, it works into it, though. It does, but, but it's the same problem that uh, Bobby Roode had when he was a heel coming out to glory. Um, I want the fan. I want the fan. When you've got a, a ring entrance that is built so heavily on fan appreciation and, and singing along, you're always going to feel like the face going into the ring when the when the crowd is singing along with your entrance you are not the heel at least at the start of the segment so then now he has to fight uphill every segment he comes out to get the 2.0 that does it for him no problem they do but my point is it would be way more successful if they didn't have to fight against this. This is like, I don't care if you're Michael Phelps and you can swim against the stream and you can still win the race swimming against the current, right? If you can find a way to cut that current off, not only will you still win the race, but you will win it better. You will be faster and more efficient at it. And that's the, how, seriously, how, because, because nuclear, because of his gimmick, though, it works because he thinks everyone should appreciate him. So I know, the fans I, I are I understand. So, so, but here's the thing: he thinks everyone should appreciate him. So he should have a ring entrance that is, frankly, they're missing uh, a a whole appreciate me uh, gimmick with this right now. Versus Instead of acknowledge me, it's appreciate me, and the, and think about the nuclear Go with heat. Italian veto style music. Actually, started off with Judas. Do the Dolph Ziggler record scratch, and then go to like an Italian Look style veto music. Me in the inside, appreciate yeah. me. Yep. <laughs> um, that's the deal. Is think about the nuclear heat he will get the first time. He comes out not to Judas. Yeah, or cuts oh. off Judas. Cuts off Judas. It, it, even I, I just I don't about want the time the fans are going to say, "What have I become?" Yeah, At I don't want moment. the record scratch because I, I always thought the record scratch sounded okay. silly. But just have it cut off. Just have it cut off, and then you could go and with then any new number one. of types of music. Yes, but techno, I, I just fucking play Moby. Just yeah, fucking techno Moby play one bullshit. of his other Judas songs that are. Really yeah, I mean, he could him. literally choose almost any other song from Aussie his album. Song. Yeah. Um, but but I think I think the thing they're missing is uh, playing off the acknowledge me to the appreciate me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the heat that he'll appreciate he will get. me and then switch songs. See, you guys Chicago. don't appreciate me. You appreciate don't know the other me. songs. Yeah. 
if you really appreciated me, you would know this B-side from my album four years ago. <laughs> Just constantly switching up to any other song other than Judas from Fozzy. And that's like any other song. shit, like no problem. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of cool, actually. Here. I still don't mind it, but that would be kind of dope. Because he's one? had shit. See, see if we can he's get had trouble. ten albums. Really? Yeah. Fozzy? Yeah, Fozzy. I mean, they released their first album in 2000, so it's been 22 years uh, to have ten okay. albums. That's... Let's see. Uh. It's like he's a pro wrestler on the side. I know. Who would have thunk it? Just trying to see if there's a, if there's a single that, that could be a really great... But um, he's even had an album since the one with Judas on it. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I follow his Fozzy page, so like, yeah, he's had one. But I'm thinking, think I'm thinking, even two. I think there's an EP that was released then, and then there was the album that was released. But yeah, yeah, because it's fairly just, old. Re- I think that's just released the Boombox album, so you can go with Nowhere to Run or Sing It Off mm-hmm. of There. I, I like the idea of choosing one that's like a B-side from something yeah. four or five years ago. So let's see. Um, let's choose 2012's Sin and Bones. Um, what songs are on there that we can choose from? <laughs> this guy really wants to get copyrighted. <laughs> I'm not going to play any of them. I'm just Oh, like, okay, okay. Say. See, see if one jumps out at me like a name. <laughs> oh, oh, here, here's the one. It was a bonus track that only was available on like one of the foreign versions of the thing called Walk Amongst the Dead. Hmm. And so you take that and you make that his new theme song and his whole thing be, be like, you know, if you really appreciated me, you would know. You were about to say acknowledge. <laughs> yes, I was about to, but that's the point. Uh, if you really appreciated me, you would know this. You would know this song. Oh, shit. Yeah, Boombox is coming out May 6th. Chasing the Grail. What a perfect time to do that. Perfect time to do that. Yeah. Just to promo, promo either one of the singles off of there. Well, and the Same, simple I fact is, Perfire, nowhere to run. Fans go and learn that song, and the next week he does a different one. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they well, and the song. simple fact is, like I said, is is uh, this new album coming out gives plenty of opportunity because uh, he used his AEW thing to push Judas to being as big as it was. Right? Sure. Um, I remember when Judas came out as a song back in 2017, long before AEW was a thing. And like it came out and it, Sorry. it made a small <laughs> splash, but not a, not a ton. It right. wasn't until AEW and he started using it as his ring entrance that it went absolutely nuts. Right? Um, so just choose one off his new album, you know, and then it can be promoting his new album. His song sane even kind of sounds similar ish. Off Boombox to the point where if he maybe just makes it a bit more darker, 
like maybe slower like but oh yeah. no i i got it it's one of his more recent singles off it i still burn if only because its title is so clim- close to uh one of the former cm punk uh oh. songs this fire burns mm-hmm. um so you do that anyways that's my point is it, it, for him for this to ever really get Full on heel heat. You want to he... get really healy? Tell people they don't appreciate you because they don't know your new song. Yeah. <laughs> or your yeah, really fact, old fact, song. Have have them start coming out without any song, right? No song at all. And he says, "I'm not going to start playing a song until you guys start singing it." Right. He just puts <laughs> the title up on the screen and, and say, can't, "And it can't be Judas." <laughs> yes. He puts the title up. Here's the song. It's "I Still Burn." Now you need to sing it. Sing it for me now. Show me that you appreciate me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've come up with some really great ideas that maybe AEW needs to listen to tonight. And we should clip it and just send it to Jericho. Be like, yeah. make this Although happen. first, I'm going to make a t-shirt that says appreciate me. Mm, um, smart, smart move. And... Copyrighted. And one that says the hairy ass boy. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, so AEW Rampage was still fun. I mean, a lot of fun there. It was nice to see they kept uh the code of honor rule for uh the the Ring of Honor match between uh Samojo and Trent Beretta. So there was handshaking before it and afterwards, Code of Honor. Right. Um, so that was really nice to see. It was a really good match all in all. Uh, so. But. In my mind. But otherwise, I mean. <laughs> yeah. It was still, He's certainly it was still appreciating a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate me. Appreciate um, me, you stupid idiots. I'm trying to I'm trying to think there was something else I wanted to talk about. I can't remember it right now. Um I mean, what were the big things? So Oscar's back, that's cool. Bobby Lashley's fine. Drew Lippen beat up Sami Zayn. They're they're starting the Drew push. Yeah. Which I don't think nice. it's gonna lead anywhere though. No. Like, you might get it at one of the stadium. You might get the title at one of the stadium pay-per-views. But I don't think he's going to... I think he's probably just going to lose it then at Survivor Series or something. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because I I see um, Roman... Well, it's not even... Because, yeah, so... Because I don't... Not even. Because I also then see Roman or or the Usos be the unified tag champs. And that all of the bloodline have the unified titles. And I feel like they're going to play that for a hot minute too. Until like SummerSlam. Or not even maybe Survivor Series. Brock comes back. Whatever. They do a little feud again. But I don't know where they're going. I only see The Rock really making it a thing to make a stop to this takeover. You know what I mean? I know you don't want to hear the push over that uh, detective marks marks but 
I think that's what's gonna be it. That's gonna be what the stop is. You know, uh, it's gonna be the rock kind of slowing Roman's role, if you will. Um, but then again, I still see Roman beating the rock at mania. To I uh, ultimately push him further. So. I, I, I want to make it clear. Either. It's not that I don't want to see the rock versus Roman. It's that I don't think it's going to happen. And I think us talking about it and saying, this is what they, they should do, or this is what they will do is going to put false hopes and, and, and distract us from what really is probably going to happen. I, I really, I do not think the rock is going to ever have enough of a break in his schedule that his insurance will allow him to actually wrestle a match. Uh, especially based on him being the star of so many movies com right. coming up, as well as the anchor of the next round of WB um, D uh, DC movies with the new Shazam uh, um, Black Adam. Black Adam. Anthony, sorry. Mm -hmm. And... Um, with him also having another Hobbs and Shaw movie on the horizon that he will be the anchor of the Fast and Furious franchise going forward after they end the regular Fast and Furious. If that 10th one ever gets made. <laughs> um, with all of this stuff here, I do not see him ever, not in the near future, having mm. the time that he could get out of insurance. And then... Yeah, obligations and then also the whole to XFL crap mm -hmm. too that he's doing, which I guess might not be insurance thing because he's just whatever business moves. But uh, yeah, man, the guy's plate is just always full. This guy's just eating no problem. <laughs> I do want to uh, go back to actual wrestling that happened this week, and I just I just want to ask: Does Naomi still deserve better? What happened with Naomi this week? She beat Shayna Baszler. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, no. Why? In, like, a oh, single no. match? I think I missed this match. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it was... it was. She blocked the Kirifuda Clutch, and... Uh, she blocked the Barracuda Clutch? The Kirifuda Clutch, yeah. And it was a roll-up. And a roll-up. The only time a roll-up is going to work if FTR does it in a singles match and they done did that at Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, she got a roll-up win. Pull over. Damn. over Shayna Baszler. Hmm, imagine that. Oh. Oh. Sheamus beat Kofi. Ridge Holland beat... Or, I'm sorry. Xavier Woods beat Ridge Holland. Um, oh. There was a beat the beat the clock challenge because you know those are so much fun I don't know between Rhonda and Charlotte. That's oh, how they ended the show. That's one and, thing I would like to just end like not end with, but talk about Rhonda and Charlotte. Like, give Rhonda like some kind of manager or mouthpiece or something, man. How is WWE not also screaming at her? How are they not putting her with Shayna Baszler and having them both destroy right? the entire division? That's what I'm, or against each other and fucking destroy. Well, eventually, I mean, you put them together first and have them win the tag titles, have them win each of the women's titles, you know, all that, and then then you know be the reason they lose to each other or whatever. I mean, don't put her on a promo reel with Flair. 
you can't have the best in the game doing it against the worst in the game doing it. Like, I, I don't get... I, she obviously has all the resources to try and be better. But, I, and I get her reasoning, like, well, hey, like, I have other shit to do. You guys are using me as my name brand. Just give me my money. That's it. I'm giving you a whole shit ton of money anyways. Whatever. I'm not learning more if I don't need to. Because it's my name that you're really using it for anyways. Um, but at the end of the day, man, like, there's so much, so much Flair can do. You know? She's really cringy, man. Rhonda is really freaking cringy. And at least show... And look, MMA... I, I, I get that, you know, Shayna doesn't have great promos. Flair's overcommitted to evil heel anyways. Yeah, but... Like, I, but like, I, she doesn't cut a good promo anymore. Well, I mean, but she's like, you know, she's not Rhonda. You know no, I mean? that's not, true. I, I mean, she's, she's, I mean, sure would be nice if we could get... Oscar level fucking promos out of either of those two. <laughs> but she can't even speak English. But that oh promo on Raw was still pretty. She still cut a better fucking promo than Ron and Charlotte do. I think we, we are only saying that because we've heard the same shit from Charlotte for so long now that it's just kind of like, all right, you're the queen. We get it. You're a cocky fuck. You're narcissistic. Cool it's gonna take a while for me to, to for me to fall in love with uh, with Ronda Rousey. They they pushed her too hard the first time. They're pushing her too hard this time. The, well, the, this me, time they really give me Ronda tapping out to Shayna Baszler for the title. Yeah, you know, that's that's the only place to go with this. That that'll redeem you with all the fans. Yeah, straight up. And I and I feel like the fans were asking. Like, literally, I know when she came out on Royal Rumble, I'm like, what if she went to face Shane? People were excited, and they still are. But, man, you yeah. just, you, you literally put her in the worst fucking promo, worst fucking feud. I almost feel like her going against Becky might have been a tad bit. Different. I feel like that's next year's WrestleMania. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, I would enjoy that more, but this is Charlotte Ronda shit. I don't give two. At least Becky, you got a fucking promo, like. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, or you know, maybe even Oscar, and well, they're both faces, but like I don't know, Oscar and Ronda. Just don't give me flair. I it's. it's give me the same old shit. And yeah. Give me a fucking heel Rousey for fuck's sake. Right. She can't, bro. Quit. Quit she doing she even the sucks same. As a face. Because she the same shit that you did with Roman. She would actually be better as a heel as she is now. Because she actually she doesn't have to talk. Exactly. She can be she can be the no talking ass kicker. That's fine. That's it. That's it. Have a smarmy smile instead of a happy that the fans are happy to see me smile. Put put more freaking eyeliner because apparently you can't have that mean mug anymore. Because I feel like she doesn't ever walk to the ring mean anymore, and it's just like I don't care. It's my regular face. Hey. Hey, look at me. Which hey, is, guys, you know. Going. Which, and I get it. Look, she has other shit. She has other stuff going for her, whatever. But you're there to do a fucking job. You have one job, entertain the fans and make the product look real. I know well, you don't give a shit as much as other wrestlers do because this is not your only lifeline or life support kind of ordeal to make you ends meet. But at the end of the day, there's got to be someone telling you, like, Rondo, what the fuck? 
Well, and so here, here's my question. Becky Lynch is capable of, of making a Liv Morgan feud invested. We've right. seen it this year. Right. Uh, and Liv Morgan's a good wrestler. I'm not saying she's not. But we were invested in that feud and wanted Liv Morgan to win. Right. Because these two both don't have promo skills, who's the title contender? Other than Shayna Baszler on SmackDown, because remember, Asuka's over on Raw. Right. On SmackDown, who do they create as a title contender? Or do we just nonstop have these two fucking bitching at each other? Because yeah, I don't exactly. see Naomi as a, as a title contender. They're shitting, they're shitting on fucking Shayna Baszler right now, so that's not a title contender. That's It's not of her own doing. She puts on great matches. Right. Um, Natty? I suppose she's had the title before. Yeah, but she couldn't cut a. She's better, kind of as I guess as a heel, but she still has no charisma too. She's just as bad as Ronda, but Ronda is still worse. I mean, now you have to give Sonya Deville a, a series of wins and put her back in as a just standard wrestler, wrestler. to yeah, get no, somebody not with to get the to get the one person who can cut a promo well enough on SmackDown. Right now, yes, Sasha Banks is there. But they don't have her in that title hunt. Right. And probably, I mean, is three enough? Is three enough to carry a year over and over and over and over again? Bailey will be coming back. When? She apparently was supposed to be ready by, like, Someday. Rumble. Someday. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. She'll be coming back, though, eventually. Eventually. Ding dong. I mean, we definitely do need her, and we Hello. miss her. We got Oscar back. That took uh, quite a while. We got Asuka back, and, so that's great. And immediately boosts everything over on Raw. Mm-hmm. And again, this and is... Asuka Becky, give me. Like, this is an argument in favor of moving the title more so you can have these wrestlers feature well. Because at the end of the day, there's not enough women's wrestlers in WWE to carry two titles and right. leave them on the same person for fucking ever. You're devaluing your women by not changing that title around every now and then. And I don't know why you, if you unified the men's, why you just wouldn't have unified the women's and just have them go on both shows. That's why I don't think with their, the, the amount of wrestlers they're technically pushing or giving TV time to, you can't have two belts. Has, has Roman's matches been named for next week? I know he's got the Shinsuke match. Whose matches? Backlash. It's not next week. It is. Isn't it May 20th? It's like in three weeks. We still have like three weeks of wrestling to... What? No. It's not. Is that right? Mm-hmm. May 8th. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Where the fuck did I get May twenty second? Then okay, hold on. So we've got uh, we've got an I quit match for Charlotte and Rousey, uh, Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and RK RK Bro. So there's your build there. Cody May sixteenth. Oh, that's twenty twenty one. Sorry. <laughs> AJ and Edge, Bobby Lashley and Almost, Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. I'm actually kind of excited for Corbin versus Madcap. Really? Okay. I don't know why. Seriously, Corbin does way better than what they give him in these storylines every single time. Yeah. 
He's, 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 he's. I mean, he pushes it further than he needs. Like he pushes it further than he needs. He pushes it at its most limit. The problem is the character itself. No matter what he you just, do, he's it, just giving horrible fucking stories, man. Yeah. The lone wolf. Ugh. But he made something of it. The the constable and King Corbin were fucking fantastically done by him, but they just they were horribly. There's a written. ceiling. There's a ceiling to the gimmick. Is the to, problem? Yeah, to the gimmicks. Yeah. Yeah. And you know quite frankly, mean? constable, they should have put a world title on him. Right. Right. Well, they fucked it up with the money in the bank, and they just kind of made him like yeah. lose that on a raw randomly and whatever, and then no one gave a fuck anymore. But yeah, I. I don't know. I just <sighs> Did SmackDown. It's it's messed up though because now Raw is the number one brand again. I, I, I oh, I, originally, I originally had thought that SmackDown was up there for a hot minute too, like at least for a few weeks because we were getting some good stuff. Uh, but now with Oscar back, I'm just like, okay, you guys have became the dominant brand again, kind of thing. Because uh, Oscar Becky, fire. Cody, obviously, being there, fire. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. It's just become the ultimate uh, dominant brand now again. Because SmackDown was winning, I feel, for a few months. I was more, at least for me, I was more feeling, I was more interested in what was going on on SmackDown than Raw. Now, don't really give two shits about SmackDown. Except from Sammy promos. I don't know if I like the CJ part. Yeah, there's there's a reason behind that, but I'm not 100% happy with it. I'm still working on it, but I will I will show you the reason behind it. As soon as I find a good version of it, good picture. Am I supposed to understand the CJ part? Chris Jericho. Oh, okay. I feel like that's a pretty shitty C and a J. <laughs> that's why I said I'm not entirely happy with it. It was just what I could do so far in the... I do like your... But the the whole... Uh, Appreciate me part. Star. The, the, whole, the whole point of that design is based off of... Oh, Roman Reigns logo. Yeah. Uh, and so I need to find a better so font creative. to do it. I, it's not <laughs> supposed to be creative. The whole point of the gimmick is we're just ripping off sports entertainment shit. That's oh, the whole okay. point of it. And so okay. what better way to rip off sports entertainment than rip off sports entertainment? Yeah, that's valid. Just have the dude, the silhouette body of the guy standing with his Jericho. arms out. Yeah. I, I he might do, do that. that. He doesn't do that, though. But he could. But again. he did. He has. Yeah, he could again. He did it when he was a sports entertainer. So. <laughs> That's valid. So I just couldn't do that in 30 seconds on my phone. Yeah. It, and it, it no, can't be exact, it. but, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to have a guy stand out and make a silhouette of a guy holding his arms out. Not in 30 seconds. But if that's your plan is to do that, that's gold. That's fire. I'd definitely buy it. Yeah. Appreciate me. Appreciate arms me. Arms out. That'd be fantastic. 
I would wear that to a show. Saying I'm off. Can I have your number? No. Appreciate me, damn it. Look at the shirt. <laughs> it's a time joke, guys. You can laugh later. It's cool. Um, but yeah, I guess from aside from that, uh, I'm kind of happy that Bret Hart doesn't have a legit deal. We kind of already talked about that, but I did hear reports or maybe it wasn't reports. Maybe it was something announced, but that Mick Foley was going to be with, with FTR. Oh, at, uh... at one of their next, uh, appearances or something. Okay. By the way, Mick Foley, Mankind, is going to be doing a comedy show here in Montreal. Montreal. $75 for VIP tickets. Is that meet and greets? Meet him. Yeah, meet and greet. Oh, meet dude. Him, take a picture. Do it. Yeah, I was, uh, I was uh, asking my uh, guys that I'm cheating you guys on with. They want to go. They're super down. So I think 75 is definitely worth it. But it's you have to wear fire. your Vignette shirt. I'm thinking about actually getting the signed T-shirt there. That's cool. Yeah. Are there going to be more than one person to to sign it, or is it? Just no, be I'll him? just get him to sign the fucking <laughs> the whole. Just sign anywhere you want. Just sign the whole fucking down the fucking line. I don't know yet. I'm I'm still deciding how I want to do it. I'm not sure. I think I have a few Mankind Blu-ray DVDs too, or something. But I was thinking of maybe doing the shirt idea. Because that's kind of cool. I I see you get a big Nets one and then sign my face. No, here. On this. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. Sign my face. No, 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 not my face, bro. What do you mean? This is, this is gold. Here. It's right here. Right here. <laughs> Um, okay, God, so, if only uh, our merch store had socks, I'd say get him, get him some. Uh... <laughs> Sign up, Mister Socko, kind of thing. <laughs> are we gonna? So, are we podcasting or we're designing here? Um, we are doing both. I am multitasking. We, we were bullshitting <laughs> about SmackDown, and he didn't watch SmackDown, so oh, okay. I sure did not. Nope. <laughs> so, I. I uh, yeah, I mean, I really hope since there's no titles on the line, the bloodline can all take losses. Um, yeah, um, I almost thought they were just gonna make it like a three title scenario, so that you can up push the tags no. as like a superior thing. But of course, well, that's a that's a way to take one of the titles off of Roman, but then you're unifying the tag titles. But they were gonna unify the tag titles anyways. No? Wasn't that the whole thing? Know. With I the Usos know. versus uh, RK Bro? But we're that's not who it is now. Members. What do you now mean? It's, now it's it's Drew and RK Bro versus the entirety of the bloodline. Roman. Yeah, no, 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 that's it. So now, but you could still technically do a whole unification scenario. And then you make the bloodline win. Thing. Draped yeah. in gold, officially. You make it as part of the thing. And then on your first stadium show, because it's after this one, the first stadium show that they have, which I think is the castle in wherever the fuck, 
Um, I think they, this, isn't it Money in the Bank? No, but there's some castle show, I think, coming in first. What's after? What's after WrestleMania Backlash? <laughs> Over pay-per-views, 20. What pay-per-view is after WrestleMania Backlash? Money in the Bank, July 2nd. Hell in the Cell. Well, that was asked backwards. Uh, sorry, Hell in the Cell is first on June 5th. And then you have Money in the Bank, July 2nd. Um, so Jan 29th, February, April, 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 Sunday, June 5th. Yeah, so you have Hell in the Cell, Money in the Bank, and then SummerSlam. But the Castle one, I feel like, is in between because that was just recently announced too. First video show. So WWE Castle. WWE announces September. Okay. Well, that, that's been a while then. Clash at the Castle is what it's called. In September? In September. Which is going to be in like. DC? Uh, no, it's going to be somewhere uh, foreign. <laughs> yeah, it says Wales. Wales, that's it. Yeah, Card uh, Cardiff, Wales. Wow. At the Ooh. Principality Stadium. That's because that makes fucking sense. Well, I mean, I guess they have a big enough pool there now to actually make it a stadium. All I can say is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Nothing smarks. Nothing. No. no. He's too focused on his design. To be fair, he is. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. God damn it, Smarks. Appreciate me. Wow. He is designing a shirt right now. So anyway, upcoming we've got WrestleMania Backlash. We've got some uh, stuff going on there. Any predictions from anyone? Anybody uh is Ronda going to win the title off of Charlotte? No. I mean, no. I think Can she I might win match? it. At, I think she might win at one of the stadium matches. Unless, yeah, I think she might win it at one of the stadium uh, events. Make it a bigger push. Make it a bigger pop as well. Um, I hope to God Shayna randomly gets involved, whether she helps uh, her win the match to get the title, and then she's like, "Since I helped you win, now I'm I gonna shoot your ass for it. Let's do it." Like I don't know why they don't see it. Like just it's all there. It's all there. And I know they both suck at promos, but you don't need to do any promos with them. You just need them to be hard hitting assholes, and that's it. And you don't need to make it like a you know. A talking bonanza. Like leave that for the yeah. Charlottes, the Beckys, and the Oscars, and the and the Sashas and the, the Sashas and the Biancas. Leave it to yeah, them. They know what they're doing. They're good. There's no way. Yeah, you um, can literally just have badass versus badass. You really could. And it'll be absolutely no problem. You don't need anything um, there. Or have Rhonda cut the crappy one, and Shana be like, "Enough talk. I'm gonna kick your ass later." Yeah, because even Shana is pretty bad. I think it's like almost an MMA thing. The only people that have learned from that was Brock, but it took him forever. 
And Bucks are great now. No, he's amazing. so good now. He's amazing. And then Sonia, well, um, you know, with this role, she became absolutely phenomenal on the mic. So yeah, she's gotten really good. She's Still gotten, not one hundred percent, but uh, well, another example, another sample. I need to work on the loading, loading, loading. Yeah, no, it's basically just uh, it's getting there. I feel like the Jericho is too uh, tall, maybe, maybe a little bit smaller on. You know what? Side. It's perfect. Yep. The only thing I want, I I want to make the Jericho uh, whiter. Because yeah. it's, it's a grayscale right now. I have to jump between programs to make it white. But Because uh, best of luck saying that we actually used J- Chris Jericho's silhouette there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's obviously him. But it's not him. But it's it's him. But it's, but it's not. It's silhouette, but it's not. It's definitely what... It's telling people that's who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But we're not. But we're not. <laughs> but we're not. But we are. But we're not. Yeah. Maybe but. you do a silhouette of him riding a goat. <laughs> or maybe just a yeah, or just a goat. Or or just or just a goat. Just Should a goat. I just maybe do a goat? Just a goat, or even instead of the stars, put G O A T. And I'm I'm giving you too many ideas, but yeah. Um, and then maybe just like a goat in the middle kind of thing, because we're not talking about him, but we, no, we, but we're we not talking about, about Tom Brady. Yep. And we appreciate him because he's the goat and that can work he's for anything, any yeah. sport. Goat, appreciate me. Uh, goat. Uh, uh, uh. But we are a wrestling podcast. No, and- I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. My goal is to get a cease and desist out of this. Uh, <laughs> it will be framed right about there. I'll put it there. But but we used it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I understand you made the shirt first. Just pay us $50,000 and, and you can have the likeness of the shirt. You can own it there, Tony. <laughs> and tickets to any AEW show within 500 miles of us. Sorry, JLB. It's fine. They're just probably not likely to hit <laughs> Quebec anytime soon. <laughs> no problem. Any who's? Any who's? You should put that, that up on the screen. Well, well, it's that, not done yet. A, well, not this done is yet. what you can't get yet at shop.spring. That makes me jump through some stupid hoops. Okay, then don't do it. Don't do it. Give me a second. Give me a second. Don't do it. Since I'm doing it all on my phone. Gotta come over here. Do it because my stupid computer's stupid. In the meantime, allegedly, shop that spreadshirt.com backslash Ron order WV. Yeah. Allegedly. Which is actually not the proper way to get to it. <laughs> allegedly. And I go here, and I go share screen, and now I choose, and I go, boom. 
there. You happy? I jumped <laughs> through hoops. He did, did the it. hoop thing for you. Oh, the hoop to that the is a good looking potential T-shirt. <laughs> and I'm thinking just for um, simplicity's sake, I only allow it to go on a black shirt. Right. Yeah, that's that works. Just, just do the the Henry Ford thing. You can have yeah, any, any color, color you, you want, want as long as it's black. black. <laughs> you could also instead have the silhouette be Fozzie Bear. I could as a silhouette. Mm-hmm. As long as it's Fozzie Bear standing in that pose. <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Waka waka. <laughs> Anywho's. But anyways, we've been been doing this for two hours. It's been fun. It's been real. Um it it may even have been real fun. <laughs> but you can support us, like he said. Ron order wbu.myspreadshop.com. Easiest way though to get there is the link in the doobly doos. Um Head down to the doobly doos. You can go to the shite. You can get a damn you Gunther shirt. Yep. Damn you can get a uh, uh, damn it. It's all damn you Gunthers. <laughs> you can get you got a, a damn you Gunther oh. shirt. I did a yeah, damn you. All the lines. You can get a generic ass podcast merch shirt. Mm-hmm. You can get. I have a fluffy a tortilla. In the doobly doos. You can get a shirt that says uh, "Those Who Can't Wrestle" podcast. That's us. Like you're wearing it. Oh, like like this one right here. Oh, how happy for you to notice! <laughs> I want it. You can even one. get sign my face, Mick Foley, <laughs> Vignette. Yeah. Backstage <laughs> record segment. Help <laughs> for the storyline. Big net. Mm-hmm. Or you can get an autograph shirt if you wanted to do that. Mick Foley, oh. I really loved your vignettes when you did them. It's vignette. No, it's not. Look at my shirt. Yeah, you know, I got to be honest. Getting Mick Foley's signature on a Saucer Bear shirt would be pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> on a Saucer Bear shirt. And the original six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A who the fuck is this shirt? Who the fuck is this? And then you put Mick, Mick Foley signs it right beneath <laughs> Mick Foley. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Or I I don't know. Would do you think Mick Foley would sign a fuck Vince shirt? I feel like he would sign whatever shirt you put in front of him. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he would. But I just, I don't know. I like the idea of getting him to sign a Sasha Bear shirt. Also, Mostly because I want to know what Mick Foley says when he sees a Sasha Bear shirt. <laughs> yeah. Also, very fun to have a worst pay per view of the year shirt for next Saturday. For next yes. Sunday. It's a good idea. Because <laughs> you're very likely to be right on that one. Yes. Backlash is consistently the worst pay-per-view of the year. So I'm going to stop sharing, and now we can do the rest of the rest of the stuff. 
Anyways, yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for the wrestling booking unit for this uh, week. Uh, we went off on weird tangents, and it's time to go. And I'm tired. Yeah. And, and you're, you have ADD. I mean, what? What? This is news to me. <laughs> so, that Jesus, is it, everything. folks. I kind of like JLB's uh, all-white version. That's that's what I was that's I was trying to do. to do. I just was limited by the app on my phone, so JLB hopped in there and and just went into uh, Photoshop two seconds. Just did it for me. Like I say, app on my phone. What what can I say? Mm-hmm. That's it. Well done. You've done a really great job of not talking in the last thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, you designed yep. a shirt. As I designed a shirt, which, which which didn't have the the proper silhouette that you wanted. But yes, so. Um, I guess uh, you like to do the outro. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was still on the ADD thing. I, uh, <laughs> it really changes everything. It's, uh, it's kind of life-changing. Anyways, um, you can follow us all over the social media. You can follow me at raw and order wbu pretty much any of the social medias you'll find me there except for on sorry my bad except for on uh facebook where it's at pissant podcast because facebook is funny um but yeah and so you can find me on tiktok or twitter or instagram at raw and order wbu um follow me there you can follow da fabe you can acknowledge the fabe at da vincent k fabe and now I'm going to change that to appreciate the babe next week. <laughs> and JLB, you can go see him at. Oh, we both clicked it. Oh, you can also. <laughs> you can also appreciate. I'm not doing Appreciate me, JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR. I am going to be watching Uncharted soon. So uh, I will be looking at doing a review on that because hopefully that is fun. Holy moly, I am oh, going shit. crazy. Mr. ADD is on the keys, ladies and gentlemen. Anchor.fm slash RTR. And yeah, all my link tree is going to be down there and below in the doobly-doos. And uh, that is pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening, watching. Back to you, good sir. Yes, and make sure to support us on the social medias. You can support us on Patreon. Link is in the doobly-doos, as well as on the merch store. Link is in the doobly-doos. On that note, though, we are going to go ahead and close the book on the Wrestling Booking Unit. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Ciao.